You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the unexpected, deep, deep, deep ocean of the creative mind together with even Bartley or even, no, not Bartley, Bartley, even Funk Boy Bartley or even the terrible Bartley. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we haven't, we had already in, in two episodes before that, uh, Attitude 86 and Attitude 87. And in the first one, we spoke about his 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 time in in Tennessee and and his growing up uh, which which was quite quite uh, intimidating for 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 even i mean as an as an american uh, he was called even by his parents and that was quite quite very special in in this deep south of tennessee uh, even the terrible <laughs> i ivan at the height of the cold war right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I'm glad to have you here. It's great, man. Thank you so much for having me. This is a, this is a delightful format, uh, and I'm really enjoying talking to you these these episodes. It's really it's lovely. It's it's. I'm, I must say, I'm quite happy that I mean I started this podcast actually a year ago, August 2020, mm. and just just out of this glitch where where we where we are all all in, and. Uh, I wasn't sure so which direction it, it it will go, you know, because first of all, I had artists here from from West Cork, creative people from West Cork, and um, there are still a couple of them. But I would like to speak with them live, you know, and and not and not via Zoom. Mm. So 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 I might still wait. But but like like it turned out, so so I'm now I'm hanging in the middle of 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 uh, between. Uh, Mississippi, Missouri, Louisiana, North Carolina. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my last guest was Monty Warren. Now, now Ivan, who grew up in Tennessee. I mean, he's actually musician, musician-wise, more uh, multicultural with 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 his funk and with his Motown music, and uh, um, very creative as well with his book. Um, Am I famous yet? That's your book. You you called it like that, which you yeah, wrote I, a twenty one. The huh? subtitle. Yeah, I got to give you the subtitle yeah. of the book too. Am I famous yet? Memoir of a working class rock star. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I consider myself to be. I work for a living. You know, I'm around famous people sometimes, but I'm yeah. definitely like a working class rock star. Yeah, and you are. And I was really. I mean, I thought, hmm. 
I mean, I, I research a little little bit in it, you know, and it's a wow. I mean, that's what that's, that's you. You're quite you're quite disciplined, you know. So I mean, you're. <laughs> I've been doing it a long time. Yeah, but I think <coughs> I think um, not 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 being not being a drinker and 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 and, and, a, and a dope smoker and, and can help as well. So so I think you you more you more always focused more on on your job than 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 on the on the wild side of rock and roll. Um, well, you definitely have to keep the train on the rails. You know, uh, I I'm certainly I. Last week, I played a, a series of fundraisers up in Napa Valley, California, which is the California wine-producing region. Oh, nice. So uh, at the end of each job, you know, they always had some locally made wines that we absolutely got to enjoy. Oh, great, yeah. But, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's just a sort of a culinary, you know, trip, a wonderful uh, experience to have. But you're, you're right, it's not the primary focus of the trip, uh, the show. The focus of the show is to play and entertain people. You know, it's not about party, 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 because that can really, you know, burn you out really fast. I mean, you know? I, 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 saw, I saw you actually, um, uh, even he sent me some photos from um, his use. Because I I gonna do for 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 the promotion always always uh, collage. I'm getting that's the nice thing as well. So I ask my my talk guests if if they can send images from an earlier live and so and and I and I combine them with my artwork. I make this this whole of attitudes caps or maybe t-shirts. I don't know where where everything will end. And uh, Ivan sent me a one um, with a t-shirt. It was from from Motley Crew. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the Shout at the Devil tour, and it was probably 1983. I'm wearing the Motley Crue shirt. Uh, I was that's when I was working for my college radio station. So I was the music director of my college station. So all the shows that would come through town, I would help them promote the shows, you know, on on the air yeah. for the broadcast. Yeah. So a lot of the artists would come down for interviews. Uh, Motley Crue was. They didn't come down for an interview because they're more of a hard rock kind of pop station sort of act at the time. But uh, the picture that I think I sent you, I'm wearing the Motley Crue shirt, but I'm also standing next to Cindy Lauper. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 it was Cindy. Yeah, yeah. And was, yeah, yeah. Was, was she the reason why you went to London? No, no. Uh, but, you know, she was very much a part of that whole, you know, because when she first came out, you know, she was... They were kind of marketing her as sort of an alternative pop, uh, like almost a college radio type of artist. You know, the, she became hugely famous in a very mainstream must, sort of way. I must say, uh, the, the song True Colors, it was a song which mm. was really, really, they, 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 we all liked it because it was it was somehow alternative, you know? So um, absolutely, uh, yeah, and that, and the title of her first album was "She's So Unusual." That was the name of the album. So you know, it was very much she seemed to be coming out of this very artistic, you know, strange, crazy colors in her hair yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. You know, and again, when you when you create something that way, there's no way to know if the general public is going to accept it and embrace it. No. With her, they they absolutely did. You know that she became a huge star. But she, you know, initially, they thought that she was kind of this left field sort of weirdo, yeah, yeah. and uh, but she was somehow, and it worked she, out for I, her. You I, know? I would say she was somehow. I mean, I don't know her personally, but but I could could imagine <laughs> that. I mean, we have we have a lot of lot, lot, lot of that characters over here in in, in in the hinterlands of of West Cork. You know, I mean, a lot of right, a lot sure. of them living 
uh, off grid and 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 all that, you know. So and that that would be actually probably the place where Cindy would fit in somehow. Somehow, somehow, maybe. I think so. You know, she came from that sort of again very kind of creative background, but but also she also has a complete genius for what would be accepted by the mainstream, and you know, she got. She she has a, a great a tremendous voice. Her talent is amazing. She's a, a, a her natural instrument is astounding. But then also, as you know, you know the 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 corporate structure of the record company yeah. had to be going in her favor at the time, which it did. You know, but it's equally number of artists, or probably way more artists that you know the timing didn't work out for whatever reason, where the marketplace or the corporate yeah, structure sure, or the marketing, sure, sure. you know. Yeah. But yeah. everything with her hit exactly right, and she became this huge star. And, and did, I, can, you know, did, you can't be mad at her. She's did, where, 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 where you talent. booked to to play bass for 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 our album or what? Mm. No, I never got to play with her. That was uh, I worked when that picture that you saw with the Motley Crue shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, you know, I was a college radio music director DJ at the time, okay. so I was just meeting her backstage oh, after right. one of her shows. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I graduated college, I went to go work for her record label, which is this Epic Records. So she was around, you know, as we were promoting the True Colors album that ah, you say okay. that was the album yeah. that I that I worked on. Yeah, yeah. I know that because... But as a, I worked on it as a publicist, though, behind, you know, I was making phone calls and trying to get it in the newspaper and on the, you know, that th kind of thing. Uh, doing, uh, so I, I never actually played music with her, but I have a lot of friends of mine in New York that, that have played with yeah, her. Yeah, probably, and, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, we're we're in similar spheres now for you know so many years. No, but but what I was back to your T-shirt because I, I was I was watching your T-shirt and and I said okay, Motley Crue because this is this is actually exactly the opposite of of that what what you practice, <laughs> what you practice. Uh, um, because um, did you see the film The Dirt with? From with no, I, I I read the book though. I, I I've always enjoyed that band. Uh, I mean, I, a lot, I, I watched. I, 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 to be honest, I didn't know them very well. I mean, I knew that they exist, but right, I didn't know any song of them. You know, so they they somehow they they they, they didn't. I mean, I was listening as well to Bon Jovi at the time, but not Motley Crue. I don't know why. I mean, so so, but. Yeah. I must say, I really enjoyed the film The Dirt, you know. I mean, I, I watched it. Yeah, very interesting guys. They're lucky to be alive, those guys. <laughs> you know, they, mean, really, they really ran it close to the, too close to the edge for I mean, many, many years. I mean, you see the singers. Years, you know? So, so mm -hmm. if I see that, I can compare that a little bit with, with, with the lifestyle of myself, you know. Mm, not mm -hmm. so extremely, not, not but but uh, uh, say say uh, everything with, with, without heroin and and this hard hardcore drugs was mm. was 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 similar, you know. And and yeah, I, well, like I say, they're they're lucky to be alive. And I am uh, happy that I am alive as well because if you if you yeah, yeah, right. in your twenties, you're you're really there's such a lot of shit, you know. So and and. Uh, And you can well, you feel invincible too. You think you can survive anything, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So I really understood that, but I mean this this guy's still really I mean that's the problem if, if you if you have 
if you have money like like shit, you know. So you're you're you're, and if you're not looking, <laughs> you can afford heroin. <laughs> but if you're not looking a little bit after yourself, you know, then then. Uh, Oof. Um, so so you you, so, but you you used to wear this T-shirt. Did did you did you listen to them a lot? I did. I did. You know, I remember. Uh, when their when that album came out, it was their second album. It was called Shout at the Devil. It was a double album, a double gatefold. Like when you open it up inside, there were four full color pictures of the band members, and they had these costumes on that looked like a cross between Kiss and Road War, Road Warrior. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was crazy. Like and and, and you know we, we we were talking about this before you and I. Like yeah. it was a, there was a multimedia aspect to what they were doing. They, they had this visual, very striking imagery to go along with this hard rock sort of music. So even though the world that I was in at the time was alternative, non-commercial, you know FM college radio kind of stuff, we were playing REM and the, and the Smithereens and people like that. Yeah. You know, but I, the the multimedia aspect of what the motley crew was doing with the videos and the imagery and the photographs on top of the music i just found it interesting i found it compelling you know i was not that uh, that i'm a, was such a huge fan of of musically necessarily what they were doing although some of it i enjoy quite a bit yeah but again the whole package i, I talk about the band kiss you know yeah. i'm a huge kiss fan uh, i love everything about kiss except their music <laughs> Everything they do, I find just completely interesting. You know, the, they, the they, stagecraft, the makeup, the costumes, the lights, the explosions, but, the but you probably, breathing fire and blood. You, you love this. I was made for loving you, baby. I was yeah, made it's okay. I mean, like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now you back to the me. show. You know, that's the, that's the, to me, that's the least compelling thing that they do is the music. You know, everything else I think is fantastic. Like you know, all the, the production, the, the special effects, you know, the costumes. I find it fascinating as a, from a, a show business aspect, you know. And the records, I'm like, man, yeah, okay. I never bought know, a record of fine. them, though. That's that's really right. This is my point, you know. <laughs> I, I th you know about them. You've seen the videos, right? I, th I think I had. Uh, I was made for loving you as 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 a maxi, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right. But that was their one sort of dance record. That that, that, that was all. That, I, don't, I don't know why. I mean, there were a couple of, of bands I didn't. I, they didn't really fit completely in in, in my uh, aesthetical um, um, mm -hmm. ear. Yeah. But, you know, as we were saying, we we spoke about in one of the previous episodes, you know, growing up, I was more into, you know, Gladys Knight and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. That's, that's the music that really turned me on. I must say, so, I mean, I uh, mean, uh, Ivan's mother, she, she used to have Stevie Wonder and, 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 and all the, all these fun things, probably as well, uh, uh, Earth, Wind & Fire and all that, no? Earth, Wind & Fire was more my era. She was, you know, she was born in the 40s, so Earth, Wind & Fire was a little late for her because they started in the, in the 70s. And But Gladys Knight, huge. She was into Ike and Tina Turner live at Carnegie Hall. She had that record. I listened to that record a lot growing up, you know. Yeah. Um, Stevie Wonder. I mean, I mean it's stuff. great. It's great to 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 hear that from 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 the parents, from from the mother, because I, my father, he had most just folk German Heino folk songs and, and boring mm. Roy Black Uschi Glas. Carnival music <laughs> from Cologne was somehow okay. 
he had the two the two Beatles albums, the blue and the red one, ah. you know. So so so, sure, so the, best, sure. the best of, but that that were the only one. So this music influenced me as well as as uh, my one cousin was in the Rolling Stones and my my other cousin was was in in um as well in Deep Purple and 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 things like that. Uh, so right. so my first my first single was a song of joy from from Miguel Rios. You probably don't know it. Mm. I don't. I don't it is, uh, sing a song of joy. Do, 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 do. It's the original. It's, it's a classic one from from Beethoven. I think was you know, and and he made it. He he made a song out of it. You know, that was my first song. Uh, and then my, the the ode to joy. The, yeah, the ode to joy. Right. Yes, the yes, song of joy. Right. The ode to joy. It's very close, isn't it? Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. I really liked it. And then after that, I was getting a little bit more into T-Rex, Hot Love, Mango Jerry sure. in the summertime, Alice Cooper, School's Out. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, we have, we have the Cologne, the Kölner Carnival, the Cologne Carnival. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I mean, Alice Cooper was my role model as I was eight, nine or whatever, you know, <laughs> so, and I had my eyes so completely black. You know, with Kaya, yeah, and he yeah. like this, you know, and and a white, a huge white shirt from my father with peace signs and everything on it, you know. So we were running around like peace. Well, I think Alice, Alice was one of the very early rock musicians who was into the theatrics, the the, the visual aspect it was of everything. Snake, that he was doing. wasn't it? I mean, yeah, equally as important to the music with him, you know. Again, it's this this presaged you to be a multimedia creator because you were influenced by a multimedia creator named Alice Cooper. You, you know you know what? You're actually right. I never thought about that because that was, Alice was one of my, 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 my biggest role models. I really loved that. I mean, it was impressive with the snake and that, especially at this time. I mean, okay, on the <laughs> later stage we had, we had, um, what was the name of the, of the, of the bad biter, um, our, or a hard rocker. You talking about Ozzy? Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and I think they all were influenced by Alice Cooper. So you know. Oh, a hundred percent, and they'll they'll admit to it too. You know, he was wildly influential, and you know, he started early seventies. He was making these. It was theatric, the theatric a- aspect. You know, and there were other bands that 71. were into it too, like Genesis. Genesis with Peter Gabriel was into the theatrics. Uh, there's a band from uh, the Bay Area called the Tubes that were very much Tubes. Into, I love having, them. They were having white punks on know, so That's were, really great. Absolutely, yeah. but that was that was with you think about how long ago that was, and there was there were video screens, there were set pieces, there were costumes, there was all these theatrics involved beyond this great music that they were also making. So that was a, it was a kind of an art rock movement. That was happening then that I found very compelling. And this is before the days of MTV, before the days of where everybody had video uh, you know, Ugh, and visual aspects. MTV of the was music, in the know? 80s. I mean, uh, I mean, in Germany, it was in the 80s. It was, it was especially right. by the time when, when Reagan and, and uh, Thatcher came on and, and when, when the world became neoliberalistic, you know. So because... Mm-hmm. It started here in 1981. Yeah. 1981. Yeah, MTV, really? Yep. Okay, well, it was probably 82 or 83 in Germany, and I was not so happy about that because I, 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 I didn't really like <laughs> it. it. Was, 
it was good and bad, right? Yeah. Like you got to see your art. What I liked about it was you got to see the artist for the first time. It was readily available. You could actually have a visual image to go along with your favorite musical artist. Uh, but I think we alluded to this earlier too. The very first video they played, and they played it all day for their first day on the air, was "Video Killed the Radio Star." They played the song by the Buggles. You know that was MTV announcing their presence to the world. Yeah, was, yeah, and they were right. It was a new multimedia universe that they helped co-create at that time. Sure, sure. I'm, I mean, and uh, and all that I get, the, the more I understand that. You know. Yeah. And, uh, did you did you read the book the, the the Gutenberg Galaxy from from Marshall McLuhan? No, no. I've read some uh, some other McLuhan. Um, I can't remember the, his his famous one that, that that used to be taught in all the schools, but uh, I haven't read that um, one yet. The medium is a message. Is it yes, yeah, yeah that one, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's great. He he really predicted already the internet. You know, in the sixties. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, he knew. He knew what was going on. So, so that that was. And I mean, like I say, so so then all that I got, then then the more I understand, I'll uh, understand as well. And and uh, what I try is not not getting really, really uh, shocked or, or or depressed or so from it, or actually taking the best out of it, you know, because we we not really can change it and 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 uh, uh, for me i i rather try to embrace it inst instead to 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 push it away you know well i think if you also look back historically you know speaking about McLuhan, you know looking back historically every new medium that came in was was there was somebody saying like this is going to ruin society when yeah. radio came in yeah. this is going to ruin yeah. the teenagers of of today yeah. when television came in this is going to ruin society and popular films so You know, the uh, as McLuhan said, the medium is the message, but the medium itself is just a tool. It can be used for good or for ill. It can be used for creativity and positive things, yeah. and it can also be used yeah. for nefarious purposes and carnival barkers Absolutely. and charlatans and people like that, Absolutely. right? And, you know? and I say, as we shouldn't forget, you know, so as soon as we would start to 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 put a, a, a censorship in, into society, you know, we we mm. already we would fall and 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 ten steps behind into the Taliban direction, you know, and and, and into, yeah. into this yeah. extreme extreme opposite, you know, and and I think we we can't go back that way, you know, because I found that more dangerous that than, than than anything else, you know. I mean, even even now, I mean, this is a completely different subject. Uh, uh, I think we all. The, the, the whole left wing fears a little bit about this 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 totalitarian influence from 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 everywhere now you know i i think that's sort of like a, a current in sort of uh global political thought these days there's the this this bend towards totalitarianism because i think people like to have somebody tell them what to do and what to think and where to go and how to live You know, but I also think, and I'm very hopeful that you know the fact that we now have the World Wide Web. You know, there's it's impossible to to completely stuff that genie back into the bottle. I think you know there's going to be people in in countries, you know, even if if some area becomes sort of totalitarian and and has a lot of censorship, they're going to be, the, you know, there's dark web. There there are all sorts yeah. of methods for people to express themselves yeah. in other countries and you know away from. Uh, uh, any kind of oppression like that, I, I don't think you can can ever completely 
eliminate that ever again now, I think, because not, of, the, not really. of the global distribution that's available to everybody um, now with a phone. But I know? think it's it's still necessary to speak about it and, and to, to, to to keep the keep this uh, the socio political discourse going, you know? Especially in in, in, in in this direction where we're gonna go nowadays, where 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 we're, where we're surrounded by technology, where we're surrounded by by um by so-called artificial intelligence, and where where we, I mean, I know that already. I mean, my thesis I wrote about shamanism, art, and digital culture, and really I, I I understood a lot in my research, you know, about how where our, our society is going without becoming uh, 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 esoterical or, or, or too spiritual, you know, but uh, maybe, maybe somehow spiritual, yes, so because, because um, I think we can't, we can't avoid that, that, that sometime the, 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 the uh, uh, machines will merge with, with us humans, you know. Oh, pretty sure it's already happening. I think we're, I think we're already halfway down that road, you know. But again, I, mean, I still don't every, have a pacemaker. Every one of these, <laughs> not yet. Give it time, right? We're all getting one yeah. soon. Uh, but I think you know, again, all these things are they're tools, you know, they're they're modes of expression, and they can be used for good or for ill. You know, you can go either way with it. Like there can be a lot of positivity and a lot of creativity that can come with whatever medium it is, even if we all become cyborgs. There are going to be some really creative, interesting cyborgs that are doing really cool things. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then there are going to be some bad ones, too. Like we saw, we've all seen Blade Runner. We know how that can turn yeah. out, right? It could go either way. Yeah, you know, but yeah. and we, 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 all, we, all we all saw Matrix as choices. well. And yeah, <laughs> that's right. But, you know, it comes from, it comes from being able to make positive choices and, and being able to use these media in, in creative ways that... Uh, Absolutely. Therein lies the hope for me, I think. Uh, sorry? There, I said therein lies the hope for me. Like, you know, the, the fact that the, these new media and these new avenues, there is potential for positive crea creation to happen there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, or Heidegger... Uh, already said where 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 the danger is grows power also you know and that's that's from that's mm -hmm. actually yes. he 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 quotes Hölderlin you know it's a German a mm -hmm. German poet you yeah. know and yeah uh, yeah and uh, Martin Heidegger I really I I close read this this uh, essay in German and in English to understand it you know so very very close reading and and I can can really. Um, I can really just, just if somebody's interested in in the in the new medias and the old medias and 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 why what happens, this is an essay. If you read that and if you really understand it, you know you know really from from which direction we come and which direction we're gonna go. You know, so no, mm, sort of. Yes. So, so yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you what you mean. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, that's really. I mean, but still, I I I made myself a couple of. A couple of notes over here, and I'm I just would, I'm just looking so it's because time flies and uh, it is really, man. The the only thing what 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 I had as well is so I, I watched, um. I mean I'm often often I I don't find the time to research about uh, about my talk guests you know, but mm -hmm. in 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 your in your term I really had some 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 opportunities to find a couple of things which was which was nice you know and 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 enough time to look a little bit into that too and uh, just for the listeners again because they probably don't 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 know your name so so uh, even even 
is is he wrote this book uh, am i famous yet and and it's with the subtitles uh, um the, the hard working uh, <laughs> Mem- memoir of a working class rock star yeah yeah and he really if, if you if yeah. you read it i mean i mean he really uh, was if you read it you really think is this man just working when when does this how many hours do you sleep <laughs> uh, last night i got uh Oh, good. Probably a good six and a half last night. Mm-hmm. But the night before, we played a job. I was I was in California. I live in New York now, in California, as you know, yeah. very far away. Yeah. So we played a job that finished at 1 a.m., and uh, we had to leave the hotel at 3 a.m. to drive to the airport to fly back. So that was, I think I slept an hour uh, Saturday night, and then maybe, maybe catnaps worth of about three hours on the plane. So yesterday I was running on about four hours sleep. Which is not enough for me. I don't know how you are, but yeah, you know, no, like I need more. Solid eight, if I can get it. Yeah, I need, yeah. I need more, especially with my t- tinnitus. I, I'm often exhausted, so so I, I like it to have mm, yeah. eight to ten hours sometimes. So it's it's pref- preferable, but you know, as as traveling touring musicians, that's not always available, or in fact, often not available. So you know, know. We, we make do with what we have. Yeah. Got a, I got a long drive the next couple of days, too. I'm driving up to Buffalo, New York, and back. It was about at least six and a half hours each way. Oh, um, and I think one of the drives may yeah. be overnight because it just the scheduling is going to work out that way. And It's what we do. We stop and take rest stops I and mean, drink coffee and make the best of it. You know. I mean, the thing is, you somehow get used to it. Uh, um, thankfully, so. but, but if you then, if, if you stop... You, I mean, I mean, you stopped for a year as well, didn't you? So you had to get used some. We, yeah, we all did. Yeah, everybody stopped. Every the world stopped. So, right? so I mean, I mean, I'm, and I must say, uh, as 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 I I stopped it actually making music quite quite. I mean, at least in 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 this intense intense uh, game, quite early, and uh, I missed it for for the beginning. I missed it to going on stage, mm. just adrenaline and all that, you know. And and but but after after a while, you get used to it as well, you know. That that you that you. But I think if the older you get, when we see it with the Rolling Stones, I think uh, the more difficult is, is it to to say no. I I I'm gonna stop it now being on stage because you really can get addicted, <laughs> like like running and whatever as well, you know. Yeah, oh, I do that too. Do you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you I try to get try to get a run, and even if I'm on the road, I try to try to get a you run. You probably have a quite healthy lifestyle, don't you? Oh, I hope so. It's <laughs> it's a constant struggle because you know we were talking about this earlier. There's a lot of temptation around. There are people offering you you know drinks uh, after every show. And God, sure. I'm, recreational chemicals, and it's yeah. very easy to I fall. I probably into could that, could know. resist. I mean, I mean, if if mm. if I'm if I'm on a, on a on a wine sample geek like that you know so i mean resisting a, yeah. a, a good bottle of of, of 20 year old wine or or, or or whatever you know yeah. no way <laughs> now we we tasted some lovely lovely vintages from uh these modern wineries in california it was very nice you know but i again what you were saying too like you know if 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 when the music stopped for you when your live performance stopped for you you know you missed it, but then you you turn your creativity into other pathways. So you you know you started working more on the visual artists. You started working more on your writing or whatever you're doing. You know, yeah. I think if you have a creative disposition, you'll find a way to create things, sure. regardless of the medium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
No, absolutely. I mean, that's the human human condition is is it's very it's very interesting brain what we have. So, so how, how adaptable mm. it is, you know. So that's 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 unbelievable for sure. I'm just I'm just read that was yesterday ago. I read that that the, the creativity in gen, in general is is a very ancient ancient uh, survival tool, you know. So, right, so, sure, so sure. That what 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 it goes back to cave paintings, right? It's at least that old that we know about, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if if we're gonna go back to birds, to birds, no, I mean, <laughs> right. It's in our reptilian brain, the bird song. It goes back that it's it's primal. It's, it's the basis of what we do. That, right? that is amazing. So that's really great. And mm-hmm. I mean, like I say, so it's creativity. Without it, uh, I, I wouldn't know what what I should do. You know, so, I mean, I mean, just just con- right. consuming and 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 watching television, it, it wouldn't be my world. You know, so that's but for some people it is. You know, and and uh, and some people it is, but you know, you can see when they come to the concerts or they come to even even to the wedding gigs. You know, like the people that are they're bankers and stockbrokers. They're dancing to your music for you know four hours, and at the end of the night, you know, they'll come and they'll talk to you, and you realize like. Yeah, they probably played guitar in high school yeah. or something, and they always sort of wanted to do this. So they're 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 very much in awe of the fact that that we do this for a living, and yeah. they they identify with it, even though that's not their daily reality. You know, they're uh, going to the office every day and wearing a, a certain tie, but yeah. but they very much love hearing what we do, and and kind of seem to express to us the wish that they wish they could do it as well. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. It's not an easy road, though. You have to be, be willing to make some sacrifices and and figure out other ways to make money and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of people, even in the quote-unquote straight world, you know, really yearn to have a creative outlet of their own, you know? I mean, I must, I must say, I, I used to be very radical in younger years, you know? I mean, especially mm. uh, in my 16, 17, 18, the background was come, came. I mean, I never was involved with 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 the terrorist, with the German Badermeinhof, and so on. But, but uh, I was somehow in a circle, so so in in, in the left wing, radical left wing, you know, so, so squatted mm. houses and all that uh, surrounded me as well. Renania Art House was very very. <laughs> very very punky and all that you know so um right. and i don't know if you if you heard about bada meinhof i've heard of yeah. it but i don't and know and this was very it. radical you know so, and, and, it, mm. and, it, and yeah. it was uh, uh they, they killed people and all that and and at the time mm. in the 16 17 we were so radical that that we somehow agreed with it to 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 a certain mm. extent because i we understand said, Right. You know, but but I mean, this changed completely. You know, and 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 even yeah. I have nowadays. So because we still have a lot of, a lot a lot of um, a lot of uh, shit. Say slow power mode. Why is that? Okay, um, we we have we have a lot of um uh, uh, very alternative people around here, and uh, mm. I have to I speak with them as well. I say, hey, look, we actually we can be happy because the people who are looking for our energy, they're living in cities. You know? Mm-hmm. They're living in cities and, sure. and, and without without this this manpower, we couldn't have a li- our life over here off grid so much like we have, you know. So so this this thing mm-hmm. so so living completely 
alternative and, and, and off-grid. It is somehow a, a, a romantic thought, you know, but mm-hmm. sure. cities, they have to, to develop completely different strategies, you know, spaces, right. other spaces, right. you know. So, so yeah, so and 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 nowadays, well, I I had to become older for that. Right, <laughs> you live. We live and learn through experience. Hard fought, hard won experience. Right. Yeah. So, so that's 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 the way. You know. So, so unfortunately, look. I mean, I still had this this one thing because I was I was watching your your thing this the Samoa Tokyo two thousand eight online when mm, while, oh, yes, while yes, i was yes. cooking and i really i, I, I saw i say ah oh, so so even he had a, he had a great time to 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 do this 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 production <laughs> because it, it it was it was 2008 was it the first the first gig with sam Moore? Eight, eight or nine i can't remember no i was sam i've been i've known sam for over oh, 25 years now but i've been his music director full-time since 2003 mm. so that that gig you're talking about was in tokyo jazz festival 2008 or nine i can't remember exactly when um, and uh, yeah, it was in front of 5,000 of our closest friends. Uh, it was live on Japanese national television. Uh, we had a, I think we had a 15 piece band that night, a full horn section, backup singers, yeah, bass drums, it, it guitar, was a huge keys, band. percussion. Yes, yes. Big band, yeah. big yeah. band. And the band was firing on all cylinders. Everybody was really on their game. Sam was on fire. And, you know, it was one of the great concert experiences of my life. I can't imagine and that. Right, but now imagine that you have this experience, and it's also it's been documented. If it was filmed, yeah, so it's available on YouTube. So I, you know, and I look back on it, and and I and I've I've seen it in recent years, and sort of wondered like you know was my memory of the experience true to what happened? Like I'm just curious of my perception seeing it back later. You know, mm. I watched it not too long ago, and I'm like, no, that was a good night. I can <laughs> That band sounded really good, you know, and you can tell that we're all having fun. And, and again, Sam is on fire. You know, he's really working the crowd. He's now 84. And Japanese now audiences, he's uh, he's 85. He's 85. Wow. He's got a, just amazing gift of a voice. Yeah. But, you know, the Japanese people are very sort of reserved as a society. They're not I know, I know my, my girlfriend is Japanese. Hi, Maho. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. See, they don't scream and yell. I'm sure she can uh, confirm this. You know, it's not a very demonstrative sort of crowd. But if you look at that video, they're up on their feet, uh, screaming, crying, yelling. You know, Holly, you know, he really inspired them to to just completely abandon, lose control and and enjoy themselves. And it was a great, great experience. And I'm so thankful and fortunate that it's, it's on film. That I can I can see it and share it with other people. Yeah, that's quite cool. So so is there any 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 other thing what's going on now in in the future? There's everything, you know, like the world is kind of reemerging yeah. now yeah. Uh, yeah. because of the the year long lockdown. All the private party work, most of it came back starting in June, so that I'm busy again. Everything's yeah. busy. The concert dates are just now starting to come back. Yeah. We're having a little bit of a reset because there's some new variants and some new breakthrough cases, so people are being cautious again. But you know, um, next week I'm working with uh, uh, Jay and the Americans, uh, the great classic rock and roll act from the '60s. Um, toward the end of the month, I'm working with Little Anthony and the Imperials. You know, the great soul band. Mm. Um, and then the theater work is looks like it's on schedule to start in the fall, sort of September, October, November. 
So I don't, I don't know if I'll be going back to any of that. It's too early to say yet. Uh, and then the touring, the rock and roll touring, uh, will probably be next year sometime. What's about so Humble Pie? Are you, still, are you still playing with them together as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything went on hold like the rest of the world, but there's some very exciting news coming up uh, in the next year, I would say, with Humble Pie, which I'm not at liberty to talk about yet. Debt, it's top secret information, but... Just stay tuned and, and look for Humble Pie on tour I, I, in a city near you. That's all I can say. I didn't know that they still exist. I mean, I, I, I used to listen to them somehow and, and as I was young, but it was yeah. already a, a, a time where I was probably a little bit too young. But my, my cousins used to listen to them. You know, so that's, yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah, laughing yeah. As, as, I, as I was seeing you with Humble Pie, you know, so it's unbelievable, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's great for, who was it, was Small Faces Werewolf in, in that as well? Some, some of Steve, Steve Marriott was originally with the Small Faces, yes, and uh, Peter Frampton was with a band called The Herd, and uh, Greg Ridley, uh, I forget his the name of his band, it was Spooky Tooth, I think was his band, and then uh, Jerry Shirley was this 16-year-old drummer, v Wunderkind, that they hired Wunderkind. to start this yes. British supergroup in about 1967, I think they started. And, uh, yeah, they really burned up the charts for a bunch of years. There. But who's... Very interesting. Group. Yeah, who's still there from the original members? Well, the, 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 the uh, sole survivor who owns the trademark is the drummer, Jerry Shirley. So it's Jerry's band. So Jerry presents Humble All Pie. Right. Uh, Jerry's not touring with us these days. He's, uh, he's had a hip replacement, and I, mm. I don't think his health would allow him the rigors of a touring schedule. But he's very much presented this band. Uh, we're keeping uh, very true to the integrity of the, of the original Humble Pie music. And our leader is a gentleman named Dave Bucket Caldwell, who's a guitar player. He was in Bad Company for 13 All years. Right. And he was in the last version of Humble Pie, too. So when Greg and Jerry, the original founders of Humble Pie, did their last album, which I think was 2000, 2001, uh, Bucket was in that band. So he's Bucket is the bridge between the legacy of Humble Pie and our I current I might have iteration. a look into that because Bad Company, I actually, I like them. In, in oh, years. tremendous, uh, yeah. tremendous. Yeah, Bucket was the Bad Company guitar player for 13 years. Can you imagine? What great music that is to play. Uh, yeah, time flies. Is. And I know it's it even it's great to talk to you. So it's, it's really cool. I could talk to you hours, but my, my camera set already is, is all, almost on, on, on safe <laughs> mode. And because I feel yeah, 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 okay. I'm gonna do it with my iPhone camera because it's a better quality than, than, than with my laptop camera, and yeah, yeah. I still have one song and and uh, to, so because even he has a band called Funk Boy, F even Funk Boy, Butley, and um, we had already two songs: one song in the last episode, one song in in, in Altitude '86, and today now we're gonna we're gonna play um, Crab Walk. And uh, sir, I would say, dear listeners, sir, come and join us dancing a minute uh, with Crab Rock and the Funk Boy. Yes.
great. Oh, I'm so sweating and everything. I was dancing like mad here for five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I mean, you you are used to it. You know, you are always, for, I mean, four hours on stage and four hours, four hours moving. I mean, that that keeps fit. You actually, you you, you don't you don't need to run. I don't, but I, I I surely enjoy it. That song too, incidentally, you just played features uh, Moses Moe from the band Cother, uh, Mother's Finest on guitar, uh, and Crispin Seo from uh, the Uptown Horns. He's the gentleman who played the saxophone solo on James Brown's Living in America. So those are my compatriots and Kenny Soul from the band Dag. Uh, we recorded that completely in isolation during uh, quarantine. We did it all file sharing on the yeah, web. Yeah. And I'm so lucky to have those guys yeah. playing with me. I really it's great. really like the way I'm, that track came out. I mean, I must say this song is, is very, 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 um, very, very uh, percussive, you know. So a lot of percussions yeah. in the back, yeah, more yeah. than any other songs, you know. But it's really yeah. Well, we and and to that end, we hired our. Uh, uh, we hired. We didn't hire. We we did it all out of the love of the sport. My friend Doug Doug Henricks is playing percussion on that. He was the percussionist on the the Broadway show in the Heights. So he's a tremendous. He sent me like seven or eight different percussion tracks that I just layered all into that. Yeah, no, I, I was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the, the the band. What was it? Was it War? Oh yeah, War. They, sure, they, they had as well a, a, a huge mm -hmm. percussion carpet always in the background. You know, always there were always congas and shakers and God. tambourines and shakerays going. What a great I sound! Mean, we I always love that sound. We still have every Monday our percussion Monday morning from eleven to to half twelve. Yeah. You know. So, so, oh, nice. so a friend nice. of mine he he used to build African drums together and he has has a huge mm. amount of percussion stuff you know so he comes over over here and we we catch up with five six seven eight people and and uh and gonna do freestyle you know i nice. i have my Very my nice. ukulele and my guitar sometimes i'm just singing solo <laughs> uh, 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 some weird stuff and and we have fun you know so that's uh It's great. It's cathartic. It's, it releases this energy. You know, when you're playing in a circle of people who are all like-minded, you know, it's a very communal experience. Yes, and, and that's the sense. That's Thomas' idea. So, yeah. so he, his, his idea is this, this, this huge communal, communal thing, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. To me, that's one of the great things about playing music is being able to work in an ensemble, yeah. you know, yeah. work with people because you're reacting in real time and you're creating in real time. And it's very I, I miss that a little bit, you know, so I really enjoyed the mm -hmm. time when I, when I used to play with in a band and all that, you know, so that, that's, that, that's right. a great thing and a great experience, you know, but you can't have all, you know. So, so I mean, on, <laughs> on, on that note, so, so I, I started my podcast and on that note, I just can, can as well tell tell the guys what I'm gonna do here what I already told in, in the first and the second episode the merchandising merchandising hell, hell. <laughs> the merchandising hell with t-shirts yes, with, yes, with, yes. with with cups with but but mm -hmm. all all the stuff stuff is uh, part of my own life so I call it I mm -hmm. call it crazy digital shamanism you know so putting the the, the offline world Uh, the online world on creative digital ways into the offline world and and then then people can take it back into the online world you know and if you go to attitude.com you get it really for a reasonable price you know so i mean i think mm. the, the caps they cost between 12 and 60 euro, 16 euro um we have as well we have as, as we have as well ivan funk funk boy 
Butley uh, in the Hall of Attitude number 88 <laughs> with, with a special collection Max so uh, you will find that all on my subscription oh, I'm honored I'm honored you find Ivan's book as well I mean I'm, I should put the, the, the Amazon link from your book into my subscription Absolutely. And also for anybody interested, funkboy.net, F-U-N-K-B-O-Y.net has links to all of my social medias, uh, has the Amazon links or to the music, yeah. the book, everything's available there as well. You might just send it maybe to me in, 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 a, in a doc file or so, and I put everything everything in, you know, that's not... Of course, 100%. Th that's cool. As well as, as your inst Instagram uh, uh, at, at Ivan Funkboy, Butley, I think, Yes, no? that's right. Mine uh -huh. is mine is Instagram at Dutchlish or Instagram at Attitude or even at I Love West Cork Artists where, where even is or Ivan is now in it as well. So 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 you guys are more I'm more more than welcome to join as well the I Love West Cork Artist group where you can uh, share your artwork and, and even stay in contact with people like, like, like Ivan and myself, where, where we drop sometimes a note on it. And uh, it's quite fun, I would say. That is so cool, Ivan. Yes, you, you, hmm? you don't have to be from West Cork to enjoy that page. I can say that as yeah. a fan right now. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't have to. It, 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 is, it is really uh, people from all over the world coming in it. And uh, we have just our fun and it's really honestly some some people they, they share the sketchbooks and uh, their songs and this and that and, and if you're there leave a comment and and just enjoy enjoy life that's the only thing what we can do as uh, without suffering as much as possible you know so yeah i haven't even i haven't the terrible even funk boy Bodley. <laughs> it was a great chat the last three episodes man really enjoyed talking to you this is a great format i enjoy your podcast i like what you do so i have my pleasure and honor to to join you on this thank you very much i'm i mean i'm i'm, I'm sure that we can can do next year and uh, we can another doing another one so have a little check-in, see how the year has gone for both of us, right? Yeah, in 22. I mean, I already have that on, on, on the plate for with other people as well. So, yeah, so great. That's cool. Hey, man, have a great time. And thank you very much for having you in Attitude. Bye. Thanks for having me. I'll see you on the web. Bye. You have listened to Artitude. West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. RT2'd, never so close again. Ah! That was too close. <laughs>